Well, let's just go back and finish off the first one before we go this morning. Verse 1. Because I want to look at each of Satan's lies, his spiritual flaws, closely. And this morning, the only one we're going to cover is doubting God's word. And I want to ask you some questions. Satan says, has, verse 1, God indeed said? Now, let me, let me just mention this to you. If you have never read the whole Bible, how do you know what God has said? Have you ever thought about that? We live in such... I was telling the elders this week. I mean, just, just in the last few months, I've gotten 1,600 emails. I'm not talking about the junk ones. I'm talking about legitimate, real ones. And I mean, I get sometimes 50 a day. Do you know what that does? I'll run them out, the ones I want to buy. You see, I'll put them on the counter. And she'll say, did you read this? I said, no, I didn't read that. I couldn't possibly read all those things. And, and she'll look at them. She said, did you read that? I said, no, I didn't read that either. Do you know what... Our, our society does. There's so much out there that you can't possibly read all the newspapers. You can't possibly read. You can't take. There's too much stuff out there. Do you know what we've done? We treat this like email. We treat this like the paper. We treat this like, hey, we're on vacation. There's that big stack of papers that they threw while we were gone. We just throw them all away. We don't need to read all that stuff. This is not the same. This is God talking. And when God talks... You and I should listen. And we shouldn't just be like children that, that eat the, the center out of their slice of bread because they don't like the crust. That's how most people read the Bible. They go in here where they like it, and they leave the crust. What did your parents tell you when you are little? Eat it all, right? You know what God says? Eat it all. Have you ever read the whole Bible? Have you ever read every word of God? If you have not, you doubt God because it's not important enough for you to listen to Him. Well... How does Satan want us to doubt God? He wants us to believe the Bible is just like any other book. It's nice, it's helpful, it's not absolute. And if I don't know it, it doesn't matter. It does matter. And you should know it. That's what he's saying. And Satan wants us to question God's Word. Now, you know, we just had a recent experience. And uh, year after year, Bonnie said, you know, those are pecan trees. And when you're out there mowing up those leaves, you're sucking up all the pecans. Why don't you... Pick them up. And so the kids all went out with their little bags and they picked up and we got these big bags of pecans. So I said, well, what are you supposed to do with them? So we tried the hammer, you know, it just makes pancakes out of them. So we didn't do that. So we took them down to the place where they do something to them. They hit them on the, both sides and crack them and then they stick them in another machine that blows them. And finally you come out with pretty good stuff. So we did all that and we were going to put them in baggies. So we asked the girls to do that and... They sat at the table with their big bowl of pecans, and all of a sudden we heard, ah! I thought someone had been shot. They found a worm. Did you know pecans have worms about that long? They're big, fat, white ones. I'll tell you what, there was an immediate abandonment of the pecan process. And it was only gloves and a bribe that got them back. To, 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 because, I mean, there were those big white worms. Do you know what happens when, when you look in your bowl of soup and there's a hair in it, or you take a bite out of the sandwich and there's you know, a piece of plastic in it? What is it? It ruins the whole thing. When you doubt God's Word, all Satan has to do is get you to find one hair in your soup, one worm in your pecans. You don't want it. That's the bottom line of his temptation. He wants us to question God's word. He wants us to say, oh, I'm not sure God's accurate on that. Oh, I'm not sure God's right about that science. I'm not sure that the history is recorded right. I'm not sure that God, like when I was in New England, I heard, I don't think God understood homosexuals because homosexuality is okay and the word of God is wrong to say it's not okay. 
that's questioning God. God is absolute, and He speaks absolute truth. And His truth is forever settled in heaven, and you and I hold it in our hands. But you say, I don't question God's word. Do you avoid God's word? That's part of doubting. If you can avoid this thing, then it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. You don't even know what it says if you avoid it. And if you merely trust what everyone else says about it, you still don't know what God has said because you've never found out for yourself. And avoiding God's word is very dangerous. And finally, neglecting God's word. And I want to ask you this morning, is Satan's flaw showing up in your life this week? Are you doubting God's word is more important than anything else? Now, let's close with two verses. Turn to Matthew chapter 4. The Gospel by Matthew chapter 4. Okay? Fourth chapter of the New Testament. I'm going to show you one here and one in Revelation. And we'll be all done. Let me ask you this morning. Is Satan's flaw showing up in your life this week? If I uh, could take God's camera and play on these screens the last 168 hours of your life and my life, would it show up that we are neglecting this book? Really? If all of us could sit and do a, a you know, fast forward through our life, would this book show up prominently on every page? of our life in the last week. You say, oh, no, it's the holidays, you know, and, okay, the last two weeks. Is this, now you say, what do you mean? Well, look at Matthew chapter 4. What was Satan's first temptation to Christ? Do you remember? That's in Matthew 4. Jesus was led up, verse 1. Verse 2, he fasted 40 days. Verse 3, the tempter came to him and commanded him to seek earthly things first. That's what it was. It was a temptation to the desires of the flesh, to seek earthly things. He says, command these stones to be made bread. Use your power from God to, to make your earthly life more comfortable. A lust of the flesh. Now, is there anything wrong with eating bread? No. What's wrong is, Jesus addresses. Look at verse 4. Jesus answered that temptation and said, It is written, man shall not live merely by bread alone, but... By every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You know what Jesus said? God's word is more important than eating. Okay, let's play the tape of the last week. Was God's word more important than eating? Did you forget to eat breakfast, lunch, and supper day after day after day? Yeah, if you have anorexia and you're in the hospital, you might have. Do normal people? No. Boy, stomach starts growling five minutes after breakfast. I mean, it growls until lunch. And then, oh, you know, you can't. And then lunch, you know, you can't wait till supper. And after that, dessert. I mean, that's the American way. You know what God says? He says, when you look at your life, the Word of God should be more important than your daily bread. You say, that is ridiculous. That is hokey. That is archaic. You know what the Bible says? The prophets wrote. Your word is more than my necessary food. Thy word was found, and I did eat them. That's Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. And your word was unto me the joy and rejoicing in my heart. I find your word, Psalm 19, sweeter than honey. It is more than my daily bread, the Bible says. Well, the scriptures tell us that we doubt God's word when we question God, when we avoid his book, or when we just neglect this book. Let me ask you, 
is the news more important than God's word? When you spend a day without being in this book, what you're saying is, I don't need God. I can make it without him. I can make decisions without him. I can make my plans without him. I can face the temptations of life without him. I can live without God. And you know what? Satan's plan is working. We, like Adam and Eve in the garden, doubt God when we neglect this book. What happens when we don't neglect it? Last verse, Revelation 1. Just the end of your Bible. Go all the way to the back flap and then come back to Revelation chapter 1. I just want to underline what God promises us in His Word. Verse 3. Blessed, Revelation 1, 3, is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Jesus says, the Word of God is more important than my daily bread. We cannot live without every Word of God. Without what? Every Word of God. Don't be a kid eating the center of your bread and leaving the crust. Read the whole thing. And, not just read it, but those who read, who hear with their heart the Word of God and keep the things which are written in it. This is the revealed will of God. Are you listening? God's talking. To doubt or not to doubt, that's what we have to decide. 